Hello, welcome to another week of Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. Guys, I've done something special today. What? What I've done is I have researched a conspiracy that KB doesn't know anything about. I, like, know nothing. Like, the other one, I at least knew the, like, the kind of person, the name of the person. And then I was like, I won't even look into who that person is. I don't know who that is. But this time I know absolutely nothing. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so you guys can see from the title who this is about. Yeah, but there's but no you title guys, for me to read. <laughs> you guys still don't know what conspiracy theory I'm talking about today. <gasps> We're all so, in the dark. All in the dark. <laughs> Let's talk about our old friend, Her Royal Highness, <gasps> Queen Elizabeth II. The Queen! Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor was born the 21st of April 1926, which I believe would make her an Aries. (laughs) (laughs) The conspiracy is now that Julie can know your star sign. Straight up. Um, But also she's a bloody legend. Well, Julie is too, but also Queen Elizabeth is the bomb. I love her. So Her Royal Highness was born in London. What? No way! (laughs) That would have been really loud for you guys, I apologise. The Queen of England was born in England? In London. <laughs> I said the Queen of England was born in London. I didn't even say the Queen of England. I just said she was born in London. You've made up this weird sentence in your head. We're recording at night, guys. Yeah. And I really hope this recording works, because I'll cry if it doesn't. Fingers crossed. Anyway, so she was born in London as the first child of the Duke and Duchess of York, later to become King George VI and Queen Elizabeth. And she was educated privately at home. Her father was crowned on the abdication of his brother, King Edward Eighth. <laughs> Sometimes you have to count them up. Sometimes you do. In 1936, from which time she was the heir presumptive. She I love royal titles. We just presume you'll be the heir, right? Yes. Which I assume is what um, Charles is now. The heir yeah, presumptive. Has that like skipped Charles because Charles is like getting on a bit that maybe William's the heir presumptive? No. Yeah, but... We're still no. saying Charles is until he goes, man, I am getting long in the tooth. Okay. No longer than I already was. I mean, he is the heir. Anyway. Which makes him... Anyway. <laughs> she began to undertake public duties during the Second World War, serving in the Auxiliary Territorial Service. She married her prince. Yeah, but... Prince know. Philip, Duke of Edinburgh in 1947. Have you watched The Crown? And I know it's dramatised, but he seems No, like I a, haven't watched The Crown, and I don't want to. He seems like a Mervyn douchebag. Well, KB, did you know he was a former prince of Greece and Denmark? I did know that, because I've watched The Crown. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that he's not actually Matt Smith? Oh. Yeah. So she has four children. Prince Charles... Sorry, Charles, Prince of Wales, and Prince, Princess Royal, yes. by the way. Princess Royal. I know. It's amazing. She has no title. Yeah. She does, but that's it. She she's not the Duchess of anything. No, no. She's like, do I want to look over? Nah, nah. I don't need a title. Title. I'm just Princess Royal. Prince Andrew sounds much better. Than it Duchess. does actually. <laughs> Prince Andrew, Duke of York, and Prince Edward, Earl of Wessex. 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 
When her father died in February 1952, Elizabeth became head of the Commonwealth and queen of seven independent Commonwealth countries. At how old? I don't know. Like 18? She was a little 1952. Oh, yeah. She's a baby. Uh, And the queen of seven Commonwealth countries. The No, she wasn't. 26 to 52. Do the math because she wasn't a baby. She wasn't. She was younger than 26 when she took the throne. No, 1926. She took the throne in 1952. Still. 26 years, girl. She's not 19. 1952. 1952 take 19. (laughs) 26 equals 26. Exactly. You said she was 18. Yeah, she didn't take the. She took the throne earlier than 26. When her father died in February 1952. I know you're saying it, but I'm telling you that that doesn't sound correct. I'm pretty sure she was. Or maybe like that's younger. when she became the head of the Commonwealth. I don't know. All right. Anyway, maybe the crown is wrong. <laughs> Queen of seven independent Commonwealth countries: the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, and Ceylon. Ceylon is now known as Sri Lanka. Mm. Between 1956 and 1992, the number of her realms varied as territories gained independence and realms, including South Africa, Pakistan, and now Sri Lanka, became republics. Her Royal Highness has made many historic visits and meetings. Uh, to include a few, there's a state visit to the Republic of Ireland. The oh. Republic of Ireland. Yeah, that, they would have loved that. And visits to or from five popes. Five. She has seen five of those old guys. Very impressive. Significant events have included her coronation in 1953. God, I just feel like she was coronated when she was 27. Maybe this is why we shouldn't learn things from the crown. Otherwise, we learn things from musicals. (laughs) I am sure if there was a musical about (laughs) the queen, it would be correct, at least. (laughs) Um. In 1953, and celebrations of her silver, golden, and diamond jubilees in 77, 2002, and 2012, respectively. In 2017, she became the first British monarch to reach a sapphire jubilee. Amazing. She is the longest-lived and longest-reigning British monarch, as well as the world's longest-serving female head of state. Yeah, Amazing. Crashing it. Oldest living monarch, longest reigning current monarch, and the oldest and longest serving current head of state. It's a lot. Now. Uh-oh. Now. Uh-oh. What are you going to do to Queen Elizabeth? How do you think she has stayed so young she, so fresh? Because she's doing Pilates. <laughs> I don't know. What are you about to do, Julie? Let me tell you. Kevi, I don't think you could possibly be ready for what I'm about to tell you. I don't want to know. Even the title of my article is making me laugh. Anyway, according to an article published on the 5th of June 2012... On what sounds like a highly reputable website <laughs> called Dear Dirty America. Oh, great. No, your face. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. The second. Yes. Is a cannibal. No, she's not. <laughs> what makes them think that? That's stupid. An ex 
exiled cultural <laughs> exiled is a great way to start this but an exiled cultural philosopher named hubert humdinger yeah well he sounds dumb he sounds like a humdinger <laughs> called the queen violently vibrant and packed with more energy than the sun. Okay. He said it at a small dinner party and no one in attendance remembers that he did, except for him. But Humdinger also offered his analysis in 1973 about how the queen could be so energetic. She must eat human flesh, he wrote bluntly in the article for We Royalty magazine. To be so vivacious, there is an immense amount of spiritual energy in the human flesh and he also hinted at the royal family engaging in satanic rituals and bloodlust. Hundinger's career slowly degenerated. Degenerated after that, especially as he called Madonna the whore of Babylon and suggested that if she wanted to be shinier, if she wanted shinier skin like the queen, she ought to be a cannibal as well. As Humdinger was chased from the stuffy, chemically cleaned halls of academia, his words are now almost 40 years later redeemed. Unfortunately, what? his books and literary, literary articles have been long destroyed in blazing fires of Good. tyranny over freedom of expression and quirky truth. Uh, I'm sorry, but the truth part of this is just an opinion. Surprise no to find! A serviceman was given clearance last last week to investigate possible electrical problems in the castle's east side kitchen area. Sorry if you guys can hear some j jingle and jangling. It's the microphone. I'm uncomfortable and I'm holding it. So it's about it. I'm not that sorry. In the castle's east side kitchen area, the serviceman accompanied by three pre-cleared English constables poked around the kitchen and found a nest of faulty wiring behind the old refrigerator. He would, have, he would have to call in the rest of his team, assuming the royal family would clear them for entrance. Meanwhile, the queen was out speedboating in France. Nice. <laughs> oh, God, what's happening? Before leaving, the serviceman, who refused to give his name to the media, opened the queen's private freezer. I wanted to check how chilled it was. I wasn't sure if the freezer was getting enough juice to keep everything as cold as it needed to. But what he found was another issue. Strips of flayed meat stretched out like bacon and carefully packaged in a see-through wrap first caught the serviceman's attention. Why? If it looked like bacon? That's so normal. The constables weren't in the kitchen at the time, but instead lounging in the Queen's lavish living room. The stuffed heads of the reptiles decorate the Queen's personal quarters. A picture of Richard III with his hunched back loomed over the officers. He was in the act of fighting off a snarling dog with a cane. The dog's snout was frozen forever in the act of lashing out at the oh wicked king. I don't care. <laughs> as if he, Richard, held links of blood sausage in his free hand. Uh. When the serviceman walked out of the kitchen, he saw three constables lined in a row. The last one scratching the back of the middle one and the middle man scratching the back of the first. What is happening? He seemed to be the happiest of all, the serviceman said. And the guy in the back was bloody bitching about doing work about getting the reward. KB's face is so funny. I'm so confused. KB's face is my face when I read this article. The serviceman interrupted them to ask if they'd peek in the freezer with him. He was shaking and he looked, and the look on his face suggested he stumbled onto a big problem. I thought he started a fire or something awful, one constable said, because he looked like he'd seen Queen Bloody Mary. By the way, I don't think you'd say Queen Bloody Mary. I'm pretty sure you'd just say Bloody Mary. Because yeah. if you're playing the game, it's Bloody Mary. Anyway. But also, yeah. Or Queen Mary. Queen Mary. 
The officers were appalled to rifle through the Queen's personal frozen bits and bob, like taking a peek at her damned undies, one of them said, but the serviceman insisted. We were thinking that this had better be good, and it was. He yanked a frozen forearm out of there, and then the part of a leg, a small hunk of a male chest, and a few other parts I'd rather not describe, the officer who stood in last said. This sounds like a script. Like, to be like, this is what the living room looked like, and this is what the officers were doing in their spare time. They were just scratching each other's backs, and they all seemed to be enjoying it. I thought you were like, balls! (laughs) We go into the kitchen, and there's a a torn-apart body in the freezer. At first, the constables thought they were looking at packaged pig parts, but soon (sighs) they realised they were looking at the remains of a human. What to do next? Normally, we'd check the missing persons list, take DNA samples, and immediately detain the suspect with evidence in her freezer. What we got here is a series of pieces from a white male, no head, no hands or feet. But the Queen has special privileges, the middle constable said. Throughout history, it's always kind of been that way. Nah, bull. They would have at least questioned her about You can't it. prosecute the Queen for having a strange habit. I'm sure she's got these parts legally somewhere overseas. At any... <laughs> KB's having a fit beside me. What is happening? At any rate, we aren't going back to look into it. The constable who had stood first in line said, I know the Yankees will have a fit, but the Queen is God's monarchy and she's God's bride. This is bullshit. This is all bullshit. His colleagues agreed the serviceman had no choice but to leave the premises. He is currently penning an account of his experiences in the Holty and Holy and Hotly anticipated tell-all book, Picking at the Queen's Undies, the long history of a prominent meat-eating dynasty. His book is the most hotly anticipated book about the Queen Elizabeth since Humdinger's 1991 screen called Getting Your Nose Up and Close in There. Now... This article keeps going. What? But I can't. <laughs> it's a whole lot of crap. That article, I suspect, may be a creepypasta. Crap. Or, uh, yeah, I think it might be a creepypasta or, like, a fan fiction of some description. But there's others who also claim to believe the Queen being a cannibal. So there is a financial analyst, Jim Wiley, says the Queen is a child-killing Satanist. He believes this as dozens of children are reported missing during Her Royal Highness's visits to Canada. So each time she goes, apparently it's like the highest spike in the rate of missing children. That's not her fault. It's like a hocus-pocus kind of thing up in here. It's also like, are you only looking at the numbers... For those particular visits and then no other time? There's also um, a Mr. William Coombs who claims to have witnessed the Queen kidnapping children from his boarding school in 1964. She is not eating children. (sighs) Well, that would keep you useful. No, it does not! Um, And so this one is very close to this, what I think may be a false false story or a creepy pasta. Another report comes from an anonymous soldier on duty in the Queen's home of Windsor Castle in the 1970s. He said he found a f- secret freezer hidden in the castle kitchen. He opened the freezer to find body parts, arms, legs, etc. Maybe someone did something that they shouldn't have and they're trying to cover it up and nobody's eating anyone. It's just in a freezer because they got to dispose of the body somehow. Which is great, but cannibalism is not unheard of and it's not unheard of among royalty. It actually was really widespread in Europe. 
When? Oh, way before the Queen's time. Exactly! Maybe when it became unpopular to do so, it got pushed aside. Cannibalism is not unheard of. Take the Jamestown colony of 1609. When their colony was doing so badly, they decided they would eat each other. Or it's not going to poop though. Leningrad, World War Two. Yeah, but it might be that they found some benefit of doing that. Leningrad, World War Two. More recently, the nineteen seventy-two plane crash survivors in the Andes. Yeah, but there's, there's got no, they've got nothing else. But they are surviving. Yes. So is the queen. But the queen has the like resources to feed herself. Outside of uh, human people. She's thriving and surviving. I cannot believe that a teeny tiny queen of England is eating people. I can. Look at this sharp teeth. I refuse. If she's killing off Diana, you refuse to believe she could be a cannibal? No comment. I don't think she killed off Diana. I don't think it was the queen. Who do you think it was? I think it was Charles. (laughs) Oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. Not having any of those thoughts that are going through my head right now. Anyway. Anyway. I actually don't believe that. I have no idea what happened to Diana, even though we've covered... Well, you can listen to our episode on Diana. Just scroll <laughs> up and find it. Yeah. I um, don't want to believe it. You I love the queen. I've got a photo of her in my room. Oh, no. That's going to come to haunt me tonight. Anyway, you can tell us what you think, um, RE, Queen, and Cannibalism. Uh, on if our... you are the Queen or you work for the Queen, can you maybe, like let us know too, please? Don't. I don't <laughs> want that secret. Um, it, hop on our social, as I like to call it, the Facebook, uh, where we are Elvis's Podcast. You can email us at elvisivespodcast at gmail.com. Please do that. It's always nice to get emails. I like emails that aren't bills. And you can rate, review, and subscribe on pretty much whatever device you're on, unless you're like me and you listen to us on Spotify, in which case do what I do, pop us on before you go to bed, just let us stream through the night. Yeah, we, like, those really loud laughy moments, you've got to sleep right through them. Yeah, you'll have no trouble with (laughs) (laughs) See, it's a problem now, isn't it? I apologise. Shall I do Welcome a little... Welcome to 3 a.m. Do a little a- ASMR at the end, just to make it all better again. Of what? ASMR. I don't know. But do you know when people, like, whisper? Oh, yeah. And it's in that really crisp, crisp, clear tone. We're going to need to leave them now. We probably should leave them again. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm Braden. And I'm Belinda. Together we are You, you Me and the Poltergeist. We're a paranormal comedy podcast where we talk about all things supernatural. And throw in some personal experiences along the way. Each episode showcases our weird and dry sense of humour. So join us with a new episode every Friday. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to exercise, exercise regularly. regularly.